0: Rebellions are built on hope
1: And welcome to another episode of Radio Rebellion, a Star Wars podcast, I'm your host Alberto Calderón, and I am here, as always, joined by our co-host, One Kenobi, on the Star Wars Saturday. Oti, how are you doing today? I am doing good. I am...
0: yeah. Awesome Saturday. Yeah.
1: Awesome Saturday. We're here. Different time, same channel. A uh, little confusion at what time we were starting, <laughs> but we're here. Uh, uh, yeah. Just for today, we have our special guest who will be joining us in a few minutes. Wikipedia will be here. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. The I'm,
0: actual I'm, website is gonna be
1: here. The whole <laughs> website. That's why it's taking a little bit long for the connection to, yeah. to to sink in. I'm afraid because you know I mess up a lot of things here. They, they're just gonna call me out everything I'll say, but it okay. doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> had a good day, Yoteng. Good week. Yeah, not a good week.
0: It's again no. work. Work has been hell. Uh, it's we had a family day, my grandma's
1: birthday, so we all went out to eat, and
0: yeah, it's been a fun day.
1: Yeah, it's for me, it's been a great week because this guy came in the Mayor Domo finally. I've been waiting about two months for him to get here. Mm. I gotta unbox him soon, find out a spot, a good spot for him. He has to be highlighted. He'll be back there.
0: i gonna put like a light under him.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll take that this light out, put a new one, just kind uh, of highlight it. It'll be there someday. I got a couple more Funko Pops, so they'll be there at some point soon. But as always, if you're here for the first. First time, thanks for joining us. Make sure that you subscribe to our channel. Give us a thumbs up and leave us a comment down below. If you're watching this later during the recap or any point that you want to check, check out something we say, want to double check it. And if you're listening to this on the audio podcast when it comes out later next week, make sure to give us also a rating and a review. And as always, if you're here, not that's your first time, well, thank you. Why do you, huh? you have okay. No, I okay?
0: It was literally there. I have no idea why. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we don't need no scissors, man. All right, so we have a lot to talk about today, Ottery We got a couple of news items that drop. We won't go too deep into them because we do have the Mandalorian and the Bad bash to talk about. But before we start, I saw that our friend Brennan is here. Thanks for joining us, Brennan. And we'll keep going down as you guys show up. All right, so if you guys are ready, I'm not ready. Let's talk Star Wars and Star Wars news. Star Wars news. Star Wars news that we're going to talk about today. is Star Wars Celebration, they finally. They gave us the schedule, the panels. People were freaking out. What's going to happen this day? There's going to be no live stream. It's all the here. We have... <laughs> Alright, so so no, you were ready. You wanted to talk about all the live stream issues people are saying. See, I told you it's going to happen. Other people are saying no, that's just for the live show. <laughs> so, uh, your thoughts uh, on this?
0: I mean, I saw someone be like, there's no confirmation they're streaming any panels. I'm like, they always stream the panels. Why yeah. wouldn't they do it this time around? And, you know, I, I know, you know what would be a deal, Alberto? Like, we get like a streaming app and you can tune into any panel you want. I would love that more than anything. And, hey, yeah. if a panel's a little bit boring, you change the channel. You get another panel. That's not how it's going to work. We know how it works. The big panels. Are usually sometimes streamed. Sometimes you know, mm. we have like this big panel, and we're like, Oh, excited. No, we're gonna do the stories of Yoda here. We're like, <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Yeah, but mostly we do get the big panels, only that they cut them at the part when hey, we're gonna show a trailer that no one else is gonna see. And mm. you know what? I'm perfectly fine with that because I'm I, I it would be awesome, you know. We do our podcast, we do our things, sure. Yes, we would like to see them live with everyone, but you know. They are there, we're not, and they have to get some reward other than, you know, seeing these people (laughs) live. So I'm fine with that, but this I don't know, I feel like people constantly want to freak out over anything they were freaking out over no live stream. Hey guys, Mm -hmm. there is going to be a live stream. Oh, then we're going to freak out about which panels are they going (laughs) to show or not show. Like, I mean, I don't know. I'm very excited for it. I I tweeted about it. I'm very excited and no amount of people whining and complaining. I see you, Roberto. Uh, is gonna <laughs> is gonna make me unhappy.
1: Yeah, if he shows up later in the in the stream, we'll call him out. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've I've been on both sides, right? I've been I think I last time or last year I might have been a little bit grumpy about it. But we got a lot of stuff. I know we didn't get the trailers, but that's kind of the on part for the course for what Lucasfilm yeah. does. Do you remember, even though we covered this like for four straight days, that main panel that Star Wars or Lucasfilm Showcase panel? Yeah, that, they streamed that. One that? we didn't
0: get that, we one, didn't one, get no. that one. No. Okay. The, the stream but, began right after that one ended.
1: Okay. With the live show, that live yeah. stage that they have. And then they yeah. brought all brought all the guests. They talked about Willow. They showed yeah. the Willow trailer and a lot of stuff there.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember they kept on streaming the Willow trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, by the way, don't sleep on the live show. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And they bring you actually, when a big panel isn't stream, usually those people come right into the yeah. live stage and talk about what they just talked about. Mm-hmm. So a lot of fun news is dropped in the live stage. The trailer for Survivor was dropped mm-hmm. in the live stage. So I don't know, just be optimistic.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think not a problem with the live stage. It's, it's like a six hour show. So it's you gotta constantly be kind of checking. It depends what you're doing that day. If you're home and that's all the thing you're doing, like you said, just turn on YouTube and forget about it. But if you're at work and get a kind of refresh, it kind of I mean, yeah. like you said, we should know by now what we're getting. Um, being in Europe is where a lot of people thought that maybe for everyone that couldn't go, but I think it was the same time back in what was it, 2016 when the rogue One What's over there? It was kind of the same. I don't remember any yeah. huge panels being streamed.
0: And I want to mention something. And you know, here's a Latino about to call out Americans. <laughs> the U.S. is not the only country like like Star Wars. When oh they... my god, what are you saying? And, and don't get me wrong, Star Wars is a very, very, very American franchise. Yes, but you know, people in Spain like Star Wars. I was actually in Spain. The, the the year they did the Triple Force Friday, when they released yeah. the figures for Rise of Skywalker, Mandalorian, and Fallen Order, the lines in the stores were... I, I wanted to go and pick some things up, and I was like, nope, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> so, other people in other countries like Star Wars, so just because the time difference here doesn't mean there's a time difference elsewhere, so just keep that in mind, guys. And when they stream it here, it's you know very late for them over in europe yeah. asia and everything so
1: what time is it gonna be here it's like at 7 in so, the morning or something it's gonna start here u.s time i guess or eastern
0: yeah i think by that time daylight savings yeah. is over so i think it's, 5 it's tonight hours.
1: yeah it's tonight to- wait it's tonight yeah tomorrow i wake up and i have lost an hour which i'm not looking forward to because i had a very long night yesterday or a long day yesterday
0: i i don't understand why you guys do that <laughs>
1: The, the only thing, uh, one of those freaking Republican senators did put out a bill or whatever you want to call it, trying to end daylight savings, and it's gone kind of halfway. They haven't actually voted on it. I gotta say, I'm well, well, on board.
0: I, for what I understand, the bill passed. They just don't know when to implement
1: it. So I thought this was gonna be the last one that we skipped yeah, for not day.
0: Said, not, they
1: just, just, sure. How difficult. Nobody it, lo, it, likes it, this. It, it,
0: even when they come together to do something, they can't do it. This
1: is, is like if the emperor was there saying we're gonna do this, and mom is like, Yes, let's do yes. it. Oh, yeah, we don't know how to do it. I don't know, <laughs> we gotta press that button. All right. Uh so we're both, I think, on agreement that. A lot of panels will be streamed. Maybe not the biggest one. We won't get those big reveal trailers. We'll get those potato cameras, as we like to joke. Uh, we'll be here on Friday, uh, that first Friday, doing a special show. But we'll get a lot of lot of information, a lot of great panels where, are going to be streamed. And I'm just going to do a quick rundown on some of the panels. And Otte, just tell me which one you're more most looking forward to. Of course, the Lucasfilm Studio Showcase, Making of Andor season one, and Ahsoka mm-hmm. panel, Star Wars The High Republic, Vision season two, the Bad Batch has a panel, maybe it gets renewed for, for the third season. Uh 40 years of Return of the Jedi, Creature Ooh. Cantina, talking about all the creatures, uh, New Scanner's gonna be there. 15 year anniversary of the Clone Wars, Villains of the sequel trilogy, and I look back at the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Ooh. Is Kenobi gonna get renewed for two seasons? Are we getting the Bad Batch for <laughs> season three? Uh there's other reports that they said the first season of uh Book of Boba Fett, this happened. So maybe season two is coming. What are you looking forward? Big announcement or big panel that you're looking forward to?
0: I mean, all those panels that you mentioned, if they're being streamed, I will be like right there, you know, paying attention, <laughs> not on my phone, seeing what people are reacting to. Sure. Um i'm looking for of course the the showcase even if they don't stream it like the news coming out and seeing the excitement always you know it's energetic <laughs> um oh of course the Obi one kenobi panel i'll say i i'm gonna dip my toes i think they're gonna announce season two honestly
1: you know i'm not in favor of it nah that sounds harsh i'm not i'm not in favor of it i'm gonna keep it but i wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me you know i um, you know, McGregor has talked about it, how much he wants to come back. Other people have mentioned it, so it wouldn't surprise me if they do uh, announce it.
0: Liam Neeson said he wouldn't be back, so he's coming, yeah, so he's definitely <laughs> back. He's like in uh, multiple episodes. The Albert I'm at a point, even if they like, hey, we're getting an epic battle between Obi Wan and Vader, I'll be
1: like, cool. yes. <laughs> and this one, you'll learn why. He didn't kill him. Yeah, right now we're at a point. It's coming back on Twitter. People complaining again about Kenobi. I don't know why. Why he didn't kill Vader at that point? Because there's a movie coming out in a few years. You know, A New Hope. There's a so,
0: movie, an old movie. You might have seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, so of course, yeah, the Lucasfilm yeah, Studio Showcase.
0: The High Republic panel. I'm sure they'll probably announce the phase wave of uh, yeah. Phase Three.
1: So it's a lot of phase three because at this point, phase two is going to be over. Or maybe we're no, no, uh, still waiting for path. Anyway, we have someone ooh. joining us. Our special guest is here straight from Wikipedia, who is it's the Supreme Ch- Emperor. How
2: are you? Hello, everybody. Thank you for having us on. It's a pleasure to be here. And thank you for waiting uh, for me to finish out my very long day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we waited as long as we could. But no, again, thanks for joining us today. We're just talking a little bit about Star Wars Celebration, the panels that were announced a few days ago. And also, is it going to be streamed? A lot of people had been complaining online that some of the panels might not get streamed for the people out here in the States that might not have a, have a chance to go to sour celebration. Celebration. Um, as you join that conversation, what are some of the panels you're looking forward to?
2: Uh, so I'm looking forward to pretty much anything to do with upcoming materials. So the panel mm. about Ahsoka, um, the High Republic panel, um, just because like the authors are just so amazing and wonderful. Yeah. Um, the Young Jedi Adventures screening. I've got my eye on that, mm. but I'm not, I'm, I'm going to presume that's probably not going to be streamed, but yeah. I can dream. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, um, that, are though, you...
2: I'll, I'll be bugging anyone who happens to be there.
1: <laughs> yeah. We know a lot of people are going to be live tweeting everything that happens. So we'll, we'll get those news coming. Are you or anyone from over there at Wikipedia going to Star Wars Celebration this year?
2: Um, not formally. I know there's a few, uh, I know there's a handful of, I think one of their admin and a couple of users that are going on their own, um, mm-hmm. but we're not doing anything like formal for it other than like I'm booking the day off to uh, to join in the live tweeting and to uh, sure. kind of play off the hype. Um, but yeah, we'll have, we'll have a couple of people that are just kind of floating around seeing what's what.
1: Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's it's not a, a cheap trip to go all the way to Europe for a few days, pay hotel. <laughs> yeah, is. it's it's a lot. Uh, I might have to go down south in Florida in a couple of weeks and just looking at hotel prices. Like, dude, I only need one night. I don't want to pay, spend spend three hundred dollars for just a bed because I have to go to a wedding. It's like, come on, it's not that easy. Yeah, um, I'm
2: saying when I when I did New York for like um, for New York Comic Con last year, and it was just, that was that was a hefty price once so, the conversion <laughs> rate.
0: London is not cheap, so
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, nothing unfortunately is cheap right now. Um, So yeah, for myself, again, the Lucasfilm Studio Showcase, of course, that's gonna be on top of the bill for anyone. So I'm excited about Ahsoka because I've been up and down about Ahsoka, the character. I like her, but it's not one of my favorite ones. Well, it's not a surprise, you know it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm excited for this show because I like all the other characters. I do like Ah Ahsoka, but it's not my favorite. Um, But I'm excited for that to see what news comes out. Probably a trailer, maybe we'll get it a couple of days later. Uh, Visions, I want to see all the different studios, how they're working with Vision Season 2, since we know that they're going to different countries and different cultures. I want to see how they how they do that. So a lot of fun stuff this year at Celebration. I, so.
0: I, I would like to mention that. Please, people, don't be surprised if the Lucasfilm panel is Indiana Jones heavy, because that movie's yes. coming out like <laughs> uh, two months after Celebration. So they'll be like very big on the promotion at that point. So I think people should like brace for that. Of course, we're going to get Star Wars things, (laughs) but I think it will be Indiana Jones heavy.
1: Yeah, same as this passive. Go ahead.
2: I think as long as a lot of it is streamed, I will be just, I'll just be happy. I can live with whatever they throw at (laughs) us.
1: Yeah, and I think that that's a mentality to have. It's like, we can make it. This is a special show. But if they're going to spend like five hours streaming the live stage that we talked about, some of the quote unquote smaller panels, we shouldn't really be complaining. We're getting a lot yeah. of stuff for just sitting back.
0: And again, I, I've mentioned it a billion times. Some of those little moments in in the stream are awesome. Like they take you to random people like, yes, I've been building models for 25
2: years in celebration. like, whoa, this is cool. Yeah. So, one, uh, one of my favorite ones from the last one was how they had like, it was, I can't remember if it was Celebration or D23, but uh, they had like a live tweet uh, feed going up. Oh, it was a Celebration. And was it so yeah. yeah. And as I'm watching that, I see like a couple of the people that we've kind of bantered with on Twitter before, and I'm just watching them absolutely lose their <laughs> minds on Twitter. Like, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm just going to be, yeah. just, I'm just going to be thriving off the yeah. excitement of everyone else and trying to amplify mm-hmm. that excitement as much yeah. as I can.
0: That's that's what I'm trying to transmit. So thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I guess I got to be careful what I'm saying The chat other. It's not too happy with me today. Brandon is telling me to be careful from something I said before, <laughs> and of course, when I said something about Ahsoka, Buck appeared out of nowhere and told me to 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 me and my bad taste. Ahsoka being what? his favorite character. I'm
0: not Hi, getting Mark. new comments.
1: <sighs> Dude.
0: Oh, okay, no, 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 no. I
1: have. Now you got it. Okay, yeah. You lost your privileges by thinking <laughs> it was still at five in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah.
0: All
1: right. So, again, very excited. It's less than a month away, which is the surprising thing. So, we'll see. All right. So, our second news story for today's, I don't even call this news because to me it's not surprising, but everyone just spent days talking about it. And it was from Variety saying that in September of 2022, Disney pulled Rogue One from its schedule. And sources with knowledge about the production said it's no longer in active development at the studio. And then Variety also goes on to say that they learned that a possible Star Wars feature produced by Kevin Feige is also no longer in active development at Lucasfilm. And people went online to say, again, fire Kathy Kennedy. They don't know what they're doing. More movies get canceled. And like, we know about Rogue One since last year. Kevin Feige's movie was never officially announced, even though Michael Waldron was talking, yeah, I'm writing a movie, but he's got like four different movies at Marvel right now. So to me, it's not surprising. Otty, what are your thoughts on it? With, by your face, I think I can I can tell. I'm, but...
0: I, I, I'm in my, I don't care pose. So <laughs> let, let me
1: move to my pundit pose.
0: Uh... <laughs> okay, so the Patty Jenkins thing, you know, it's been like it's been hot and cold. Like it's happening, it's not happening, right. it's happening, it's not happening. So I, uh, I think it's part for the course for that one. The the Kevin Feige one, I, I don't care. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I think that was like one of the Disney executives. I don't uh, was it Alan Horn or something like. Yeah, it'd be cool to get them to <laughs> join and do something. And people went like, oh, Marvel Star Wars movie coming. It's like I don't know. So. Uh, I'm very cool about that. I don't. I I really don't care. And you know, it's also so par for the course. The whole because Bob Iger came out and was like, "Yeah, I've been making these decisions because we have to be more strategic with Star Wars." So he clearly made those decisions, and people Mm -hmm. are like, as always, "Oh, it's Kathleen Kennedy." (laughs) Come on, so.
1: And they've been saying for at least since celebration, I think, last year, they've been saying, and we mentioned last week, this is a five-year commitment. We're going to be very strategic about what's going to get greenlit. So it's not surprising that they might be scaling back. And I do understand why some people might say, well, this is the 10th movie they've canceled. Actually, they really haven't, apart from Rogue Squadron, nothing else has been announced that has been officially canceled. So So in the way I see it,
2: like, we're getting a lot of good content. We're getting, you know, half a dozen new shows this year. ultimately not every project, not every project is going to make it all the way through. And just because it's not an active development doesn't mean that we're never going to see it. Mm -hmm. I'm still manifesting uh, a full, full, you know, five season Rogue Squadron TV show. I'm still manifesting that idea. So if anyone uh, from Lucasfilm wants uh, an idea, (laughs) please hit me up. to that point just there's a ton
0: of movies like for example top gun maverick that Mm. was in development hell for years and years and years and your jurassic world i mean at that point it was jurassic park four that was in development for (laughs) years and years and years so at the ryan johnson movie it's been for years and years and
2: years so if they're they're gonna um, if it's something that has to take time you know what i'd rather they take the time and get it right precisely yeah I, I'd be more more worried.
0: I'm sorry. If they fired, um, what's uh, if they fired Patty Denkings to bring someone and rush that movie, I'd be more worried yeah. of of that <laughs> than development. Yeah. Plus, every
2: product, every product that they delay is something else that we don't have to worry about documenting quite yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm coming to that in a few minutes. But it's like the Flash, right? We talked about all the issues with the Flash. I mean. It's not, we don't, there's not cover that. But The Flash has gone like through seven different directors, right? And it took all this time to now, and supposedly it's gonna be a great film. Oh,
0: they nailed it apparently.
1: Yeah, actor issues aside, talking about the film, supposedly it's gonna be great. Just take your time. Like you said, yeah. don't rush it. Don't just change a director or something just to make a date. I don't know why they yeah. have to announce dates. It's one thing, I used to be here and say, why well, doesn't Star Wars give us a slate like the MCU does? And that way we know. But now we know the MCU for the next like five years. And I'm like, I don't need to know all these movies in 2027 yeah. because now I know everyone's going to survive. Uh, this is going to happen. This is These are the new people coming out. It used to be surprising when we got the post-credit scenes and a new character shows up. Now we know all the movies for 10 years. I don't want yeah. that with Star Wars. So just take your time.
2: And honestly, I would, I would honestly kind of prefer they didn't, if they did it like yearly, like say at the end of each year at like, uh, say celebration or something, show what's, what's coming up for the next year. Yeah, You got something to kind of build some hype on and then you just go off of that.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, they've somehow managed even with disney that we know they're gonna make more movies they've somehow managed to recapture those periods in between the trilogies where we were like oh why are we getting something else are we getting something else (laughs) yeah and
2: the cool thing is that we've gotten to the point now where the people that are making star wars now are the people that grew up with it the people that grew up having you know visions of you using a lightsaber flying a starship it's those same people that are now capturing that kind of imaginative feeling that they uh, that they had as a kid and channeling it into a project for the next generation. So whatever they come out with, it's so, gonna be good.
1: Yeah, there was something I was actually thinking about the other day with all this stuff, and then with Star Wars, that same thing. Everyone's, especially with the High Republic creators, they're so on Twitter, and everything they say, you can say, is a love they have from Star Wars from growing up, and now they're bringing all those ideas to the forefront. It's like, yeah, these are. Like us, they grew up with Star Wars, and now they're able to create that. I just push that forward. Same with the movies, uh, TV yeah. shows. So,
2: so they actually they they just they just announced that um, we're officially getting a Return of the Jedi um, fact bomb book. Um, oh yeah, and just seeing like everyone, all the new authors that are involved with that popping up on Twitter, like I can finally say that I'm <laughs> doing a Star Wars. It's yeah, like, yeah. Just that that excitement is just contagious,
0: mm-hmm. and now we're seeing people in our timelines who we've interacted like hey surprise i'm writing a star wars and we're <laughs> like,
2: what yeah yeah um, i've seen a, a few of them are people that like i've chatted with on twitter just kind of you know, the odd time and they're like i'm doing a star wars and i'm like mm-hmm. i'm really happy for you yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <And> so, <laughs> so now like, that I you like, mention it i got, I got yeah. a surprise <laughs> <laughs> yeah they'll be that i oh i i i don't know i think i wouldn't be able to do it I'll be too in my head to. I'm gonna mess it up, and I
0: can't. Oh, I'd make the most <laughs> fan service to me thing possible. <laughs> I know.
1: Ben Quadrineros will be the star of the Bunta. Ben,
0: ben <laughs> Quadrineros and Obi Wan Kenobi go on an adventure to. That's <laughs> my. I can get behind this. My
2: the two bands. My the entire premise of my series is going to be predicated on the line, the Jedi Archives, also known as Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> it was ready. We got at it. that
2: point that they will pull the plug on the entire project
1: So <laughs> <laughs> thank you 45 years was enough of star wars so <laughs> all right we gotta keep going so let's jump to uh, our... what so what's on the
0: bug says his dream would be uh to write a from a certain point of view for the prequels i'm dying for them to do that like I, oh, i'm just I so so ready for that and Buck, I hope they call you and you get to write <laughs> your book. He supports yeah. my Too Bend, Too Furious uh, story. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going
2: to give a shout out to Buck also because Buck is someone that I have seen just consistently being positive on social media. So Buck, mm-hmm. you're awesome. Thank you for bringing that positive energy.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's a big fan of Solo like we are here. So
2: <laughs> He gets grumpy at times, though.
0: And I don't he love does. <laughs> <laughs> I love he does. Him,
1: Usually with Oti. <laughs> And if yeah. you bad mouth asoka, he gets grumpy. Yeah. All right, so we gotta move on to Star Wars on TV. Star Wars on TV. A lot of Star Wars on TV to talk about today, of course, with the Mandalorian mm-hmm. and the Bad Batch. but before we get to it wookie administrator here we gotta ask and i'm sure you get asked plenty of times when shows like this when you have two star wars tv shows going on at the same time and every episode it's something new like Gorian shard, shard the pirate king got announced last week and we all went nuts with him here and then New clones and new imperials in the bad batch week after week. Is this <laughs> like Christmas for you guys, or are you in hell trying to just keep up today with everything?
2: We kind of draw that fine balance between just sheer raw fan excitement
1: mm-hmm.
2: and crying. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, in all honesty, because um, Wikipedia is entirely volunteer-based, people tend mm-hmm. to just work on the projects that interest them. For some people, that's documenting new things that come out. For others, it's deep diving into old novels or legends materials. materials. Um, so for the most part, it's the speed that you think is going up is entirely based on just people's passion. It's just someone wants to show and decide, you know what, I really like this. I want to document it.
1: Cool. Is there anything that people have fight over? Something big or maybe not even big, but for characters that they really enjoy and they're like, oh, I got to write this. And then there's no, I, I want to do it. It's my turn. I really don't want to have to write about Salacious big Crumb.
2: Surprisingly, no. Um, generally, it's, it's fairly civil. Um, <laughs> and in instances where, say, two people do want to work on something together, typically it'll just end up being like a, a little joint group project.
1: Okay. Oh,
2: just like school. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone pair yeah. up with a buddy. <laughs> I, yeah. I do. I do
0: want to mention. I don't know, you know, who works on this, but for convergence, Alberto, I went back to Wikipedia and went through the, through the, uh, through the convergence summary. Mm-hmm. It was so detailed. Times I was like, maybe I should just like open the book because this is like, I wish they made summaries like this for high school novels <laughs> yeah, you have to yeah. read because, wow, because I, you know, I took a long time to read that book so mm-hmm. I had to go back yeah. to the first <laughs> chapters, and I, I was so pleasantly
2: surprised with this. You know, I'm gonna just pull it up.
1: I'm gonna see who did that one. <laughs> They're gonna <is> give him <laughs> credit. I see those days. I had something similar. I don't remember when or why. But reading about General Grievous, I went back for something. And I just read the whole history before we made him all his time, before he's a cyborg and all this. And I, where is all this story coming from first? And then, yeah, the people working on this have so great detail to every little thing that they add. It's going to be scary also not to mess something up. When also you know that Star Wars authors are going to Wikipedia to double check the how you spell the name of a certain creature. Has this been talked about before? So that's going to be scary also on your end.
2: It is, and in terms of shout out, shout out to Panther four three six for doing the, uh, the plot summary for conversions. Oh, there
0: you, there you go. go. <laughs> Great plot summary. So, I, I just want to mention, like, the first time I discovered Wikipedia, it, it was there wasn't a lot of the new canon things going on. I spent like four hours going like down rabbit holes. Like, <laughs> what? what is this? <laughs>
1: You can get lost there for a long time, and that's one of the great things. There are very few websites that you can say you can go through the rabbit hole, and it's a positive thing. And We can be this one of those. All right, so a lot of stuff to add to lore and to canon with The Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 2, Minds of Mandalore. Mm -hmm. Otte, I'm just going to start straight up. Are you surprised that we're already here? Dean, Jared made it to the mines. Yeah, he kind of... Did the bath, even though he kind of missed that last step and went all the way to the, to the bottom.
0: I was, um, when we got the whole them going to Pelly I was like, oh, here we go, the side yeah. mission. <laughs> and then the title pops up. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> we're going there. Yeah. And then as as the episode was playing out, I was just waiting for the moment to be like, well, we gotta go this do this other thing and then come back. And it didn't happen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. just waiting for the inevitable. Oh, we got a distress, a distress call. We got to divert.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, how about what about you? Were you surprised that we're already there? We went to Mandalore, and something that I thought was gonna take most of the season, it's we're there. It's maybe next epi- next week. He just goes back to the armor. It's, hey, look at me. I'm all <laughs> wet. I'm good now. I Honestly, I
2: was surprised. I was expecting this season to be kind of like a longer journey of him, you know, finding his way back to Mandalore, kind of figuring Mm -hmm. out what his next steps are. Nope, two episodes in, he's uh, nearly drowning in the Mines of Mandalore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Oti, I mentioned last week that it was a little weird for me, the way they cut out the episode, like, they're in this Mandalorian planet, then he goes to... Navarro then visits um he says that he needs a part for the droid, but instead of going to Peli, he goes to Kalevala. And I like, I don't know, this is kind of weird. But we saw this episode on Tatooine, as I expected, looking for Peli. There's fireworks going, there's a street race going on with Abunta Eve week. The
2: Eve. I yeah. think a lot of him a lot of us were screaming when we heard them say yeah, for Bunta Eve week. <laughs> there was a lot of screaming
1: <laughs> yeah is I, that something for for you guys because some people when they say a little easter egg here go nuts but well, i'm yeah. sure that people worry there know a lot of more easter eggs. so you guys just go nuts every every time something like that shows up
2: oh yeah whenever we get any kind of uh any kind of deep dive mentions we all just absolutely freak out it was something that they had a lot of fun with with uh, obi-wan kenobi that one scene mm-hmm. where uh, obi-wan was looking at the wall where jedi had carved in their names Sure. And once once people started translating those, it's like Pablo Hidalgo. We know you were involved in this
1: because these are
2: some these are some deep cut names here. Yeah, yeah. That
0: was a treat. Uh, Alberto, you know you know me. I'm all about the themes, the lore, but I'm terrible at trivia, so I had no idea Bunta Eve was a holiday. Mm-hmm. So when they ma- of course when they mentioned, it, I knew like oh Bunta Eve. Bunta Eve. Yeah. I was like so I was excited, but then saying like oh wait this a whole festivity. That, I don't know, that really got me excited.
1: Yeah, I didn't know it was a whole thing either. It's like bike week. They're down <laughs> in Daytona just doing everything. Uh, but then we get Peli, which we were, I love. We
2: were, sorry, we were that close to getting Ben Quadraneros. <laughs> <laughs> <So> I,
1: <close. laughs> next week. If
2: if, if Ben Quadraneros,
0: I'm saying this out. If Ben Quadraneros <laughs> shows up in anything, you won't see me in the next Raider Rebellion episode because I will die. I will <laughs> just like die.
1: Yeah, I'll put all these contact information down in the link just in case we need to or, call him to make sure he's alive,
0: or I'll just jump in the stream and start screaming. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't know how to handle it.
1: Yeah, I mean, we went to Tatooine, we saw Peli. I thought we we're gonna see her husband there, her boyfriend, but we didn't <laughs> get to see the major domo. Hopefully, will I- show up.
0: By the way, P- Pelly's reaction, like, oh, why are you here? Are the huts back? Are you here to kill Boba Fett? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're friends. I, yeah. I died laughing at that. She's just like right to you. Oh, you're going to kill Boba Fett.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you enjoy this scene? It was, some people find it kind of clunky. I know oh, Peli's no, not no, no. everyone's favorite. Uh, taking advantage of the poor. Um,
0: oh,
1: I love I, I, I love I love that. Yeah, I love his voice. I love that voice of him, um, Bocatan's droid, or that Rodian, and then just cursing at her. Me, like, go screw yourself. But I love it. And then, of course, the Jawas just stole the piece, the parts. I
2: I, I love it. It's just like this is this is classic Pelimoto, Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. I- yeah I- we'll have it fixed for you in a bit. All right, bring the parts back. <laughs> I've, I've mentioned
0: it a billion times, but I hated Peli when she first showed up. Yeah. And every time she comes back, I love her even more. And the sillier it gets, the more I like it.
1: <laughs> All right, There's some thoughts on that chat about yes. Peli.
0: Yes. Uh, By the way, Mo's here. Hi, Mo. Hi, Prima. Hey. Hello, Mo. Uh, yes, there's a lot of love for <laughs> Peli going on. I think Peli is a hit. And quit it, hit <laughs> it and quit it, kind of type. Yeah, pro- probably. <laughs>
2: no, this is a family show, I, mean, I really want them to bring back the major Domo again,
1: though. Yeah, I mean, I love every single scene that he was on. It's just it, the type of dumb Star Wars that I love.
0: Were you guys expecting Boba Fett to show up when we got went to Tatooine?
1: Oh
2: yeah, I was hoping. I was, really? I was hoping. I, I really didn't. It didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> I, I
1: thought honestly, there was you know going to be a I, whole Tatooine I, I episode. Would've,
2: I would have died if like. Don't even bring him in the episode. Just have him, like, three blocks down the road. <laughs> you just see Boba Fett walk by with Krasnodar yeah. next to him. With a hot dog. And don't even, and don't even acknowledge it. Yeah, just him carrying <laughs> yeah. some food down the street. Just don't even acknowledge it.
1: I'm sure someone's going to go enhance, enhance, and he's going to be there <laughs> just looking at the race. Uh, yeah, I hope they go back to Tatooine. There's a lot of... With Stan, Queen Peli mode, of course. We all love Peli. Um... And of course, if you didn't watch Book of Boa, you don't know how Peli lost her tooth.
0: Imagine. Imagine. Oh,
1: my God. Not oh, no Fabro. <laughs> All right. But basically, she doesn't have the parts for the IG units and then just spawns off R5. Oh, he's <laughs> battle-tested. He's ready for intergalactic adventures. Yeah, he's, he's good. <laughs> yeah. You're a fan of R5, right, think <laughs> What's that? You're a fan of R5?
0: I mean, I'm a big fan of his from a certain point of view uh, story. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of that story, but um, he's the droid that saved the galaxy. And yeah, I love him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I didn't read it, but whatever. I mean, it was a fine scene. It's cool. But then
0: then you don't know what he did, Alberto, but he saved the galaxy.
1: I know I read it somewhere. Probably Wikipedia. He, he's the one that pushed r us It's your turn. You have it. Something like that. Basically, yes. Yeah, so it's he's, okay. a, he's a, it's a good droid. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was a bit scared. He's shaking his oh, boots.
0: He, he reminded <laughs> me of my dog. Honestly. <laughs>
1: and yeah. I love when they get to to Mandalore and Dinjarin's like, this is a job for a and just drops him. It's like you don't have yeah. a choice, just drops him.
2: Just straight up. All right, go on, droid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. So anyway, they go to Mandalore, Dinjarin's there. He's telling before he gets there, he's telling, oh, buck you gotta go. Thanks for okay. joining. Buck.
2: Okay, okay, buck. Much
1: yeah, always a good buck. one. Uh good luck with everything that he's going yeah. through. Yeah. So um, so yeah, he's telling Grogu basically, you're a Mandalorian, you gotta learn all these all these things. That's the planet where I grew up in. This is where Bo-Katan, we just visited. It's all in the same system, so people can complain that it's gonna take too mm-hmm. long to go find her. <laughs> um, but then since R5. To go check if the atmosphere is okay to breathe. We have that big action scene at the beginning. Um, again, Otis, we talked a little bit about how surprised we were that they were already on Mandalore, made it all the way to the to the mines. Uh, you enjoyed this scene? Were you able to watch it because it was too too dark for people out there?
0: Yeah, I really didn't get that uh, uh, that criticism. It looked fine for me. So uh, yeah,
2: I thought it, I thought it was fine. Yeah. I loved how we got the scene, like you said, of him uh, just pointing out, this is how this works, this is where mm-hmm. I'm from. And it's just like, it's the dad of Lorian.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll say about the if it was too dark or not. When I watched it, which it was like 9 in the morning, I had a little trouble in a few scenes. It wasn't pitch black, but it's because I have two windows right, right next to a TV, so light was hitting it, so I'm sure, okay, it's, it's not going to be perfect. Well, this is my 65 inch 4K TV that I got about three years ago. Then that same night I'm in my bedroom with a 2009, like 32 inch TV, 1080p or something, it looked perfect. It looked okay. better than anything. I like, okay, I gotta fix my either fix my settings or close all the blinds to make sure the light doesn't come in. So it's yeah. Probably close the blinds. <laughs> yeah. If I go watch it now, probably be fine. Uh, very cool scene. He rescues our 5 He finds these Alamites out there that we kind of learn, again, a new species to start writing articles about.
0: We we had never met the Alamites before, right? No, we
2: have not. Yeah. Uh, um, no, anyway. We have not yet. That was first appearance.
0: That that brings some very interesting questions. Like, where were they? Were they, like, <laughs> out there in caves or something? Or were they be? Below
1: Mandalore? He um Bocatan says when she's back with Grogu and she fights the first one, she tells him, Oh, these are Alamites, they're used to live like outside the city or whatever. And that's what she said. If, if they survive, what else could I survive? Mm. Notch, notch, wink, wink. Something might show up at the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, but we go to the mines of Moria. I mean the mines of Mandalore. We see them all there. <laughs> then they drop down. And we'll just get to it. He gets attacked by this weird crab droid. <laughs> he's not the best at knowing where traps are, or he's not yeah. hunter no. that can track. You enjoy the scene, Oti, with this weird crab droid that then turns I... to this insect droid with one eye and then just a head at the <laughs> end.
0: I did, it was so weird. It was like prequel looking, like something yeah. out of Geonosis or something, but it made those uh, original trilogy sounds. I, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that, whatever that was.
2: <laughs> I don't I don't know what it is yet, but I, I need an entire I need an entire book about it. I need to know more about what, what the heck is this thing.
1: Yeah, to me, I don't know, all the sounds it was making reminded me of the Geonosians. And I I'm thinking is. this is a Geonosian droid that just got some parts to be able to leave in pumping blood out of Din Jaren, He needed some Sorry. orange lighters at the end of this episode. He mm-hmm. lost blood, almost drowned. He needed to get back yeah. back into it. He's
2: having a rough day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a little. I
2: think my favorite thing to come out of that scene was, um, I believe it was the audio descriptions in the episode, called mm-hmm. that cage that he was in, Din's rotisserie cage oh. <laughs> oh wow. wow. And this is now my favorite name ever that we found in an
0: audio the, description. The the subtitles are sometimes so so quirky in the yeah.
1: lore Yes, yeah, so it always sounds It's squishing floor walking or something. Um but I love and this is I'll say something that I love about Grog on this episode and something that I didn't enjoy. Um Otti, I've been I've said here that I wanted um, Grogu, this season, if he was going to come back, to not be reliant on Mando to be able to move around, have to be carried everywhere. And here we saw him using the force first to have fun, to jump and do a couple of flips to go to Peli, to Aunt Peli. <laughs> we saw him using the force to try to open the the and rotisserie. He couldn't do it, but he tried. Then he used force pushes this Alamite out of the way and then learn how to fly the ship, or at least to tell R5, take me here. So a lot of the things that I wanted from Grogu this season are happening. I'm really happy that's happening. By the end of it, I was kind of over all the Google Gaga. I know they're kind of pushing it that he's going to say his first words soon. But all um, that babbling and stuff, I'm like, ah, dude. Ah. I know you're a baby, but you're like 55 at this time.
0: I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be that person. I don't think we're going to see him say or hear him say his first words. Like, mm-hmm. no. So... Uh, uh, dude, he's cute. I don't care. And this is a very cute Baby Yoda episode. So,
2: and watch, by the way, w- watch uh, the one word he'll say. He'll just be like, Dad. And then just never say another word ever. <laughs> yeah.
0: That, that, that would actually be perfect. So, uh, that's when that scene happened, Alberto, where he goes to the ship and goes to Peli. I was like, This episode was made for Alberto because <laughs> he's he's independent now. Like, Yeah. Uh,
1: you meant to book time, but yeah, I, I understand. Uh, I love yeah. how
2: I love how Bo Katan, how she's at first like, no, I'm not gonna help you. I'm not I'm not gonna do it. As soon as Groovin
1: comes I she said, Where is he? Yeah. Twice. And <laughs> then when my boyfriend. He's, <laughs> when he's like, Oh, I'm not going on with you on your ship. I gotta go to the mines. You're crazy. I'll take you because you won't make it. And I, d- make up your mind. If- Are you <laughs> what's going on here? Right? Like
0: if she offers him to stay with her, and it's mm-hmm. like like one hour ago you were like, I'm telling this guy off.
1: i mean for someone that i guess just lives in that armor because she's for two episodes just been sitting on that chair blasters at the ready there's no one on that planet but she's ready to to kick butt at any point
0: he's like unannounced visitor and she's like unannounced visitor like do you even get announced visitors (laughs)
1: yeah Um, but i love that droid just kind of walking very slowly oh lady bow or whatever he said um so let's talk about bo katan um, we're getting a lot more with her so she's not just a, a fan service like some people might have said with, the, with season 2 um, I love that we saw her shield that we, that we used to see in, in the Clone Wars and in Rebels, I love that we yeah. saw that fighting with the Dark Saber, we saw the difference with the Jarin still after two years, can't pick it up and she's just wielding that thing like, like nothing and the way she killed all the Alamites and then that droid Supreme Emperor, are you happy that Bo-Katan is a player this season? So she's gonna be. Looks like she's gonna be very involved in this whole season going forward.
2: I'm very happy about that. Uh, Katie's just she's a wonderful actress. She's a wonderful person, um, and it's just gonna be great to explore more of that and kind of see where it leads. I'm kind of want- mm-hmm. I'm wanting to see kind of how they're gonna tie this into future projects like Ahsoka, mm-hmm. because obviously we have to get Boca Town and Ahsoka meeting at some point. So how are we going to, what's going to be those little kind of tie-in points that we don't notice until after the fact?
1: Mm -hmm. Maybe that's one of those announced visitors that she gets.
2: Mm. It's Ahsoka. (laughs) The ghost Um, crew was here like five
0: minutes
1: ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they just left. Um, You just missed
2: Ezra. <laughs> Ezra was just here. He was just here. See- he, ju- he just went out to Buffalo Wild Wing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you, you didn't see the pergos as you were coming in. The pergos just left.
2: It's a little right you know, yeah, there. It's gonna be. It's gonna be the meme of you're looking out the window and you see someone in the other car looking at you. Uh, Look over and just see Ezra on the pergo looking back at you.
1: Yeah. Altay, um, you, you're a fan of Bukata. You I do you that. enjoy how much we're getting with her?
0: The uh, be, even before we got Star Wars shows announced, I always wanted to see Katie Sacchar come to live action and do hands mm-hmm. So uh, every second with get with her for me, it's a treat. And I kind of think they're they're building her up to be like a co protagonist in this season. Mm-hmm. We mentioned it in the last episode, and this episode, like she comes back, she's active in the in the plot and doing things, and we seen. Pictures and trailers, and we know mm-hmm. there's still more with her. So I'm very excited for what the future of Bo Katan holds. She's yeah. such a great character. Yeah,
1: I said, I'm, I've. Go ahead.
2: I, I'm going to call her right now. By the end of the season, they're going to find some way to transfer ownership of the Darksaber to her because she just kicks ass with it. She has to. Yeah, know.
1: yeah and I, I think it, that's what everyone wants. And oh, I don't okay. see them fighting for it anymore. So it's gonna be interesting what to if, see how they.
0: What if they do like a ceremonial fight, like what she <laughs> mentioned that she did the whole baptism and the <laughs> in the mines you know, for the subjects. What if they do that? Like, oh, I'm gonna fight you.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, you won. Win. Oh no. I honestly, I I'm kind, of, I'm kind of thinking that. My personal prediction is that, and take this with a grain of salt. If I'm wrong, please, everyone, don't come at me. Um, <laughs> my guess is. This season's gonna be as much about kind of her coming to terms with everything and kind of moving past her beliefs. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be as much about her doing that as it is Din coming to terms yep. with his beliefs. And they're gonna kind of find this convergence point where uh, she kind of comes to terms with that she needs to have it. He comes to terms that he was in a cult brainwashing him for years. And then everyone looks ever after.
1: <laughs> I yeah, I don't know about that last part. Everything. <laughs> <was after. laughs>
2: But
0: we, we talked about that same thing, Alberto. Like, here she is mocking Dinjarin <laughs> a couple of episodes ago because he believes in this cult. And she's depressed because she didn't get the magic
1: sword
0: yeah. that makes her love <laughs> the planet. Which...
1: Yeah, you swirled it around. It's, and yeah. uh, one of the few smart things that Dinjar has ever said, didn't you just make up your mind? Is it a fairy tale or is it no? Because it can be one or the other. But let's just jump into that part when she's walking with Grogu, and then when she meets with Din and it's a lot of this backstory, and history of the Mandalorians, uh, the importance, like you said, about the baptizing and the people being there so they can see the, the royals kind of coming into themselves. And when she tells Din Djarin, then we give you the full tour, it talks about um, the mythosaur and how everyone got together around it. She hates seeing different Mandalorian tribes fighting. We need to get together. And then, of course, Ninjara misses the step, saw the way to the bottom. I don't know why he sinks so fast, but whatever. My star is um, heavy. Best I guess. I guess so. Yeah, because Boca and I guess it's not Best Car. She's smart no, enough it, to keep her jetpack on.
0: I think it's Best Car, but she has a jetpack, so.
1: Yeah. The one thing from that scene that I think is like
2: a, just a huge testament to how good of an actress Katie Sarkov is is how, as she's giving him the tour, you see the expression on her face change. Like the moment when mm-hmm. Bokutan starts to uh, recapture that uh, that mythology of her youth again, she kind of starts to feel that connection again. And you can this the way yep. that she kind of portrays that just even through just facial emotion. It's it's just amazing.
0: I I want to talk about that scene because for me that was one of the best scenes in this whole series so far. How I think it even started to transcend. I I just made that joke about the magic sword, but I think she's also very upset because Mandalore fell under her watch. She was the one that was ruling at that moment, and we can get into the whole thing of how the Darksaber lineage works or or anything, but it, it was under her watch that this happened. And I think that that failure of recapturing the Darksaber, just like, I failed, and I couldn't even make it better.
1: So would you, uh, yeah, no. Would you call this happening under her watch a death watch? <laughs> Come on, <that's> a-
0: <laughs> and and not only that, she she speaks about the whole. Uh, she she talks about the. Uh, I'm tired of thinking about my. our people fighting each other mm-hmm. instead of? And yeah. she was also a part of that. She was a part of death. When we meet her, she's killing a whole village. So I I think this episode did a lot to like deepened that character and then that moment when Din gets in the water uh, I think she like kind of respects him for his beliefs mm-hmm. that that moment yeah. when she talks about her father and he goes like this is the way for me that's kind yeah. of that moment when a religious person tells you "Oh, God bless you you may be an atheist but what they're really you know they're showing respect they're showing mm. some in their way so for me that moment was very powerful because of that
2: I honestly, I feel like they're setting up the character, like her character, to be, maybe even almost kind of envious that despite everything, he's managed to hold on to kind of his core beliefs. Mm -hmm. Something that she's been, she's been very clearly struggling with.
1: Yeah, Um, a bit surprised uh, that after a 10-minute conversation, he's ready to meet the family, but. I guess when, when <laughs> you're a book at that, you wanna look that quick.
2: I really open. I really wanted as she was talking to her family. I was just waiting for my sister Satine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, that,
2: that was just, I was waiting for that. I'm just like, that come, was on, the, come on. That was the only thing missing. But
0: uh, also this these scenes also change a little bit my perspective of children of the watch. I kinda of at first I saw them as this I still see them as a weird cult, but Mm -hmm. um, for me, they're like this kind of very real world thing when something bad happens in the world and we get these very religious people like, Oh, this happened because we drifted from God Mm -hmm. and we drifted from the old ways. We should go back to where we were. And, you know, in that way you take advantage of maybe people who are looking for hope in something. So Mm -hmm. that, again, this, I really love these episodes because of these little moments and, you know, just looks and random words being
1: said. I- yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes the force just needs to be free. Yeah. <laughs> <up there. laughs> I thought the open head, I hate them uh, so much. Gift
0: freely given. <laughs>
1: gift freely given. That was the myth or at the end. Just a gift freely given to bo And You mentioned a little bit earlier that the way the story seems to be playing out is that she's going to come to that realization that she might need to come back to the history and the legends of Mandalore while Dinjarin moves a little bit away from it and maybe mid in the middle. Din- this somebody... Din
0: fell or was he pulled? I think he tripped.
2: I honestly <laughs> I just love the idea that he's he's just in the middle of this, wasn't paying attention, and he yeah. just tripped right into it. It's very yeah. in character for it's very in character for the guy who asked Luke Skywalker if he was a <laughs> good guy. <laughs>
1: like you've been to the beach and then all of a sudden that sandbank kind yeah. of drops and you missed that. <laughs> That's the way it felt.
0: Yeah, and um, when they do that shot of Bo going down there, you can clearly see there's some steps and all yeah. of a sudden I think it was <laughs> yeah, yeah, of broke. the bombs like that mm-hmm. just broke down. Yeah. I, I like, like the idea my I like kind of the
2: headcanon idea that I have that he's just looking around just enjoying this cavern and then,
1: whoa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that. Um uh, you gotta love him, but like you say, he, he, he misses the obvious, so we love the guy. <laughs> Right, so Oti, before we started the show, we we're talking backstage a little bit. Uh, where are they heading with the season now? Because we thought, or some people thought, that Bocata might be the villain for the season, for good or for good or bad. Some people thought that is it gonna be the Armorer? But that play, I think that's coming next week. Once they leave uh, Mandalore, they might go and find the rest of the Mandalorians and have that conversation. Uh, the Pirates and Pirate King, Goran Shard, we believe is coming back soon or later in the season. And we still have Moff Gideon out there somewhere. Do we have time to deal with all these kind of I... villains out there? The, way that's, the season seems to be moving at a pretty steady pace right now.
0: Yeah, I think we have time. There's still like seven episodes left. So, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure six. It's eight. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's eight. Time. Yeah, yeah. So
2: if, if, uh, if they keep up this pace, given how much we got just out of the first two episodes, I think there's there's probably time.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I I was telling Alberto, like I think it would be very interesting. What if I, I, I'm contradicting think, contradicting myself because I think of Moff Gideon as some someone who thinks they're more important than mm-hmm. they really are. Mm-hmm. But what if like the Empire attacks Coruscant or something, and like to get him <laughs> out and. Now we have a big bad all of a sudden.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. Because we know we, one of the trailers showed Coruscant. Um, Dr. Pershing is in Coruscant looking at some Star Destroyers. I don't know if they're getting repurposed and... or broken down. So the Empire or whatever you want to call them at this point, it's there in Coruscant.
0: There. I mean, we know they're going to return in like 30 years. but
1: The uh, pre-First Order.
0: The pre-First Order. <laughs> so, and uh, what was I going to mention? Oh, and we also get in the trailers. Those moments with Carson tell being like, "Guys, there's something yeah. out there." Like, so I don't
2: yeah. know. I'm so excited that we that we're getting Paulson Lee back again. I'm so excited to see him come back. Yeah. If they ever do a Rogue Squadron series or a movie, they need to have him in it. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure, for sure.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Like we've been saying, where the story's going, a big. Of it, I think it's already there, which is this uh enjoying going and getting bait in the minds of Mandarin, the living water. So that seems to have happened already. So my guess is next week him and Bocatan go back to this planet where the Armorer is. They have their big conversation. Very interested and very looking forward to what uh, that that scene. The Armorer Bocatan they're dealing views and the in yeah. the middle. I got very excited for that. There's some, I don't want to call them fan theories, or I guess there are fan theories, or people saying that the armorer might be related to Boca maybe as a third sister of the Chris family. Do you put any weight into this or just fan oh, speculation?
2: That, that is, oh my, I like that. Maybe
0: she's like, I, on, on, like on, like, on armorer, how are you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I like that idea.
0: That would be very cool.
1: Yeah. They were also saying uh, that's what's the, her name that was with, um, and I have her Funko back there. that had the Mandalorian helmet with the, with the horns and the.
2: Oh, um, I'm, I'm dropping, the, I'm drawing a blank on the name, but I know who you're referring to.
1: Oh. Cast, uh, cast or something.
2: I'll get it by the end of this. Uh,
1: yeah. Part I'm of the, sure the, the no. Darth um, Maul. The Dark small the, group I at the
0: end
1: of season him seven. So Gar Saxon. Gar Saxon. So the. I hated him so much. The purple hair, purple hair lady that was with him, that had also the horns on her helmet. What if it's yeah. her? Mm. All right, so we'll see. I don't think we have too much to wait, but I don't see the armor taking her helmet off unless it's oh. beaten out of her. <laughs> all right so enough with the mandalorian talk we could keep talking about it but let's jump to another part of star wars on tv and it was the bad batch with the outpost
0: great episode
1: great episode we've gotten two great episodes from the bad batch this past week OT. um i'll keep saying it you know i've been up and down with this series and this show in in general even though I am enjoying it, and before I give you not concerns, but some of my thoughts on it, what were your thoughts on this episode of The Bad Batch as you watched it earlier today?
0: I think it was great, honestly. Um, I, I think every uh, Crosshair episode is going to be good. And yeah. it's funny because I hated him when we met him. He was my <laughs> least favorite. So uh, again, and we're seeing him are we seeing him are we seeing him grow like i'm not sure where he's gonna go but i mean this was a tough episode for him he's been so like confident like no good soldiers follow orders we follow the empire and now the rug is pulled from down under him and
1: i i don't know (laughs) yeah so my thing with him and i love crosser he's my favorite of the whole bad batch um This is the only, the second time we've seen him this season. We saw him in episode three and now episode 12. And like you said, he's been very straightforward in, I don't care that we're doing something wrong, that we're the bad guys. Are we the baddies, like the meme says? He doesn't care. (laughs) He told Rex, I mean, he was there with, not with Rex, with Cody. Peace out, Cody. Um, And he killed (laughs) someone in cold blood in front of Cody just because the other Imperial told him so. Someone that had given up, killed him in cold blood, no questions asked. And then all of a sudden, he starts kind of double thinking everything and now kills this Imperial lieutenant just because he didn't provide assistance to this new clone that he just met. So to me, it was kind of weird that he changed so quickly because we hadn't seen Crosshair in like seven weeks. So it was weird that he went this route. I do understand why, but it felt a little bit out of character for me from the last time we saw him. So that's my only complaint about this episode.
0: What about you, Supreme Emperor? What did you think about the episode?
2: I think it was actually fantastic. I screamed a lot during the episode, especially (laughs) uh, the moment when when, uh, Crosshair finally kind of hit that moment of... (laughs) Yeah. just shot him. I, I literally just screamed it. Finally! <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it uh, was. I was watching it with my daughter, so I always say this is a show that I watch with her. Uh, Crosser was mad. What did Mo no say? Uh, I couldn't no, get f- it.
0: No, f- finish because what I'm going to say ties to it. Okay.
1: Um, so my daughter, I, I was saying I watched this show with her, same thing. She's like, shoot him, shut him, shut him, shoot him, shoot him. And as soon as I see this, she's like, yes! So I think we all scream at that point, like, "Yes, kill that freaking uh, lieutenant <laughs> douchebag, whatever his name was. Just yeah. freaking get him out of here." No, I'm man, glad that he's man, dead; that we don't need to deal with him.
0: Yeah. So mm-hmm. what Moe mentions is that he Crosshair was mad because they messed with his brothers, and I kind of agree with that, even though they messed with his previous brothers, yeah. but they also kind of messed with him. Um. But we literally see them go through hell, and that moment when they come back, they're like, you know, they, they ma- barely made it. Mm-hmm. And the first thing he hears is, like, you didn't get the mission done. Yeah. And it's like, dude, really? This guy needs
2: medical <laughs> attention.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that for him, because I don't think, you know, he's been properly treated as the Empire can properly treat someone. Mm-hmm. But this was the episode where, like, I went through all this and all I get is, like, where are my boxes? Like, no, I'm sorry. No, you don't get to get away with that.
1: Yeah.
2: Especially for literally just a couple crates of some armor pieces. This mm-hmm. is That's the value the Empire places on your life is mm, some armor pieces.
1: Yeah. yeah. And where I kind of turn on what I just said is that part. Because these are armor for the next class, right? For the Stormtroopers. It's like the Clone Wars yeah. era and the clones is over not even thank you for your service like at the beginning it's oh i'm i'm a soldier what i'm gonna do now i don't care just get out of here yeah. so in that sense i understand where he sees like he's the last of this batch of the clones or this type of soldiers so i do understand that part and i agree with the, his reasoning behind it. it just felt shocking because of everything that he has done before kind of out, not out of nowhere because we see him the whole episode with mayday this new clone yeah. and We see even from Mayday saying, all my other clone brothers that were here, they've all been dead. They've all been killed. We're guarding something. We don't know what it is, what even it's inside these crates. And then they're just sent out to go find the crates. The other two people that were there, the other two clones also killed. Uh, The lieutenant doesn't give him any more soldiers to go and deal with the insurgents or whatever. Yeah. So it's kind of, okay. something that starts Kind of building up and even at the beginning of the episode crosser was already at a cross point you can say a little bit so i'll walk back a little bit my comments on it
2: no Alberto, yeah, you were wrong mm-mm. yeah and like i'm not wrong through the last like kind of couple episodes where he's been you've kind of seen him having this internal struggle of wondering you know was he wrong should he have gone yeah. with his brothers and you can see kind of that exact moment when all of that catches up with him and he realizes following orders isn't going to save you following yes. orders isn't isn't going to mean the empire is going to care about you they just means they're just going to see you as expendable and he he's kind of hit that realization so i'm wondering you now is he gonna maybe go searching for his family again yeah.
1: so that's let's end it with this it's are uh, we seeing crosser's redemption at this point do you think that by the end of this season he'll be back with the bad batch um redeem redemption by death are we seeing him kind of growing to this or going back to his roots, quote-unquote, with the Bad Batch? I know a lot of times, even since season one, people are saying maybe he's the the first of the Death Troopers if we're just going to continue down this road. Where do you, where do you see this ending, Otte?
0: I think we are. And if you had asked me last week, I would have said, like, no, there's no way. Yeah. But I, I really think we are. I think maybe those last episodes will be maybe a rescue mission. Maybe they find out where
2: he is. And I don't know, like Yeah, something it, about that that title, that clone for uh what was it plan ninety nine or something like 99. that? Plan ninety nine. It's like it's gotta be. It, it has to be yeah. that
0: yeah. So I'm I'm actually not even excited for that. I, I didn't want him to get redeemed, but yeah. here we are. <laughs> and again, that's part of the thing of Star Wars, no one unless you're Palpatine, no one is ir- irredeemable. So <laughs>
1: Uh, episode ten, when it gets announced in celebration, and Palpatine is good now. Long have yeah. I waited for <laughs> redemption. I am not being. We're gonna, there. we're gonna
2: end, we're gonna end this season of the Bad Batch with somehow Palpatine has returned.
1: Yeah, as a good guy now. Um, I've always been on the keep Crosser bad bandwagon. I'm still on it because I don't need everyone to be redeemed. And I want to see that confrontation. Like we gotta. Let, let me finish. Let me finish before you tell me why Star Wars is something That's different than so what I'm saying. Is. <laughs> Dude, me... you know what? I haven't done this in a while. I'm, I'm done with you. Okay. okay. So as I was saying, <laughs> I don't want crossover. Because you've been banished. <laughs> yeah, all he knows He's, um, you have. <laughs> oh, <not laughs> what you did.
0: They're making out. <laughs>
1: Um, I can't even follow that. So I'm just going to finish with this, which is with what I started. I use my daughter as a barometer for this show. When I kind of feel down with it, it's not clicking. I say, okay, it's not for me. It's for her generation. The younger kids are getting to Star Wars. she really enjoys this, this show. She didn't like this episode. At the end, she was like, this was a boring episode. Nothing happened. I know for people like us that's Mm -hmm. looking to the deeper meanings, a lot of things happen. But maybe for kids, not a lot happened because they're not thinking it. and again, it's different for everyone. Some kids might get all the, the meaning behind it. She didn't get all the things that were happening in terms of the clones kind of being eliminated at that point. So my thought is, and I probably am making too much of this, who's the target audience for this show? Is it all Star Wars fans that grew up with the... A real trilogy is for the younger kids that want to get into Star Wars. But I guess it's more for the people that grew up with the Clone Wars or following these type of stories. So I don't know, because sometimes some of the episodes are what people call filler, which I don't think they are, but they don't hit with a lot of people like all these other later episodes are gonna hit with fans that might already jump ship because they didn't enjoy the first half of the season. So to me, it's kind of, I don't know, it's weird the the balance that they strike sometimes with the show.
2: I think that's that's the beauty of like, quite honestly everything that they're doing right now is it doesn't matter if you grew up with Star Wars, it doesn't matter if you're a new fan, there's just something that everyone can enjoy. You can you can pick it up without having to know all of the, the lore behind it, but if you do know the lore behind it, then here's a couple more mentions for you.
0: Uh, you know what, Alberto? I, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm um, not surprised. Even, <laughs> th- think about a show like Mandalorian. That show's straight up made for us Mm -hmm. and there are episodes i'm like you know the gunslinger okay cool that was fun i guess and not everything is gonna hit so i i I honestly think the bad batch is mainly aimed at younger people still i don't think it's Mm -hmm. directly aimed at you know the generation that watched the clone wars they're aimed at people that were that age when clone wars came out Mm so and even in cartoons, even Dra- we talk about a lot about Dragon Ball Z. There were boring episodes yeah. in there.
1: Like, oh, that's happens? a lot of boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I get a. I and I'll hopefully don't won't talk more about this every week. But I think it's for like you said, people that grew up with the Mandalorians, or I mean, with the Clone Wars, that were that 10 to 14 years old when the Clone Wars came out, are now older fans can relate to these type of stories, having been both way kind of, yeah, this are a silly racing episode, which I love, but we also get these deeper meaning ones. I know you didn't like that. And that's why we disagree sometimes. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm still
2: mentally struggling with the fact that the Clone Wars came out like 15 years ago. I'm. Yeah. I'm and still mentally, I still haven't mentally comprehended that. I'm kind of trying to pretend that it was, it was like two years ago.
0: You just, we, we, before we started, you, you said 15 yeah. year
2: anniversary of the panel. Yeah, it's celebration. It's uh, a 15 uh, year
1: anniversary. I,
2: I, I was when like, I, when it. I read that, when I read that, I had like a mini existential person. Like, but 2000, that, 2007, that wasn't that long ago.
0: <laughs> and that's when you say like it's saying that that generation, I'm not sure, dude, because i'm 30 and like i don't think that shows aimed straight at me like there are episodes that are like this one yeah but that racing episode i don't know that that right. was like straight up aimed for me
1: again like you all have maybe, said, maybe, maybe it Wars has is... an
0: identity crisis
1: and i think so <laughs> but all i like right. it just, just give me more, more crosshair all the crosshair episodes have been my favorite so we just yeah, need we're more at, crosshair we're
2: at the point now where crosshair is that a
1: crossroads? <laughs> there we go. And with that, we end our talk on the Bad Batch and Star Wars. Uh, Supreme Emperor from Wikipedia, I want to say before we end. Do, are you watching The Last of Us? Because we do a segment here where we talk about something else that's not Star Wars. And we've been covering The Last of Us. Have you been watching the show?
2: I haven't yet. I've had it oh. since it aired. I've had it on my... Not only my list of to watch, but my list mm-hmm. of to finally play, because I think I got like a third of okay. the way through the game back in the day. There's just not enough time in the day.
1: <laughs> yes. All right, Alti. So let's do a quick kind of non-spoiler, if we can, coverage of last week's episode in a segment that we like to call a world between fandoms. I All love right. The,
2: like I love that like kind of retro NES theme you got going
1: on there. <laughs> yeah, I had to find something so they wouldn't hit me with that copyright. So I got the eight-bit <laughs> one. Um, Altis, so real quick, non-spoilers. Uh, second to last episode, the last of us, tomorrow's the finale. Um, love, love this episode. I always start by asking you, as a fan of the game, uh, someone has played the game multiple times. How close is is it? Does how close is it to the actual game? Does it live up to the hype? A very difficult episode to watch, but what were your initial thoughts?
0: Uh, so as as you mentioned, I'm a huge fan of the game. And as a huge fan of the game, I just want to say that I watched Scream 6 on Thursday. And it was <laughs> awesome! That said, uh, it was pretty close. I think it's the closest it's been to to the to the game. Uh, mm-hmm. the changes I think they made I think were very practical. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the things that Joel does in the game he couldn't wouldn't make much sense mm-hmm. if he did them here. sure but uh, I, they captured the essence of what this part was uh, and some of those memorable moments the whole uh, show me where we are and it better yeah. be the same thing. I mentioned mm-hmm. that was gonna come back and it was awesome we get to see yeah. both ellie and joel's you know dark side
1: mm-hmm. like
0: I, I mentioned it last week like remember yeah. that rage when yeah. she's bitten like mm-hmm. and it, it, as you mentioned it was a hard watch i i'm i usually hate in t- like i i don't hate that they portray it but it's very like sensitive yeah. to me when they portray mm-hmm. you know rape or references to rape yeah so when that's i knew that was coming and i was like i don't know yeah but knowing what was gonna happen i was like okay let's just wait a little bit
1: yeah um and it was done a very subtle way that may some people might not cut it at the first glance um i love when you see so talked about ellie's rage is I'm so glad this, this didn't happen in the first or second or even the third episode because we will be, how can this 14-year-old girl do all this stuff that she just did and defend herself against these people? But By this time in the season, it's like, of course, she's going to be able to do this. Um, I want some of that magic penicillin that you just get two and you're ready to go. <laughs> in,
0: the, in the game, he gets one and wakes up like five minutes later.
1: <laughs> I need some magic medicine. Uh, but I also like love seeing Joel go berserk, I guess, at that point. Just, I got to go save my little girl, my baby girl. It's um, but once some of the other things that happen on the episode, when you realize what they're doing in that village, it's like, oh, man, Venison, and
0: not they, really. They did a good job fleshing that out, because in the game, you just meet them as a, as a crazy cannibals. And also, mm-hmm. they have like this huge army, which I, I mentioned yeah. was not really practical for what was mm-hmm. going on and joel has to fight this huge army and like again with just one shot of penicillin yeah. so again the yeah. changes made sense um yeah. but i i loved how, how they portrayed uh david he great villain great great yeah. villain so um, yeah because
1: you don't know those first 20 minutes you're like where is he gonna fall is he telling the truth can he really he has this community everyone's behind him but at the same time it's too religious for me Oh, the way he was talking, people were worshiping him. It's like, ah, I yeah, don't know.
0: He, he's oh. also kind of a grifter because he doesn't really believe oh, yeah. it. He, he's just mm-hmm. like using it. Um, yeah, he it, says it. It was a again, it was a phenomenal. Th- this was one of the moments I was most. I I told you this is my favorite part of this part of the yeah. story, and th- this is why because I love this section. Um, and again, we get to see how Ellie would you know thrive without Joel and. Yeah. She's pretty capable and she's, yeah, she's it's... smart. She's learned yeah. well from him.
1: <laughs> she's learned well. It's very, it's funny the way things kind of match up with this episode in Mandalorian when Dean Jarry needs Grogu to help him. And then in this episode of The Last of Us, Joel needs Ellie to help him. It's like, did they plan this? It yeah. has to be planned. Yeah. It just matches up too well. Um, Oti, the first time we talked about uh, Last of Us, you said that this is it. They were able to do it. Just watching the first episode, they were able to catch up with the essence of the show. One episode less left. I know you won't be able to be here next week no. to talk about the finale. Are you still... A hundred percent. A
0: hundred percent. percent. A hundred percent. They've nailed it. Like every single episode, they've freaking nailed it. Even with the changes, it's still so true to the spirit of what that story is. And brace yourselves. Next week is going to be... I don't want. what okay. Tomorrow, it's gonna. Tomorrow,
1: be. yeah. I I love that. I think every episode nothing has been a cliffhanger, similar to Mandalorian episode. Episode starts and have an, has an ending. I love that, so I don't have to be suffering for one week. But very interesting to say. Mo-
0: Moses upset that I'm not gonna be here. It's my engagement party, so yeah. Again. Be he, place at t- a at time,
1: so. he's leaving us for his engagement party, which I won't say anything because last time I was making fun of you for not being here for a show, you were getting engaged. Yeah. So, <laughs> again, congratulations! And <laughs> uh, it's funny, I was somewhere yesterday with my kids, they had a, a field trip from school, and in the background, someone there was an engagement. So,
0: oh, that's awesome.
1: yeah, <laughs> it was. Far away, we just heard people clapping and turn around, and they oh. were hugging. Oh, someone just proposed. So that's but,
0: fine. Again, the finale, I'm, I'm very excited for it. Uh, I've seen people complain about the length. I, I think it's a perfect length. I don't think it needs to be a two hour finale at all. So, uh, cliffhangers, brace for maybe. an emotional cliffhanger. I'll just say that's uh, fine.
1: I mean, I guess the end of the season, there's probably going to be a cliffhanger knowing that season two is coming, with there being two, at least two games. Um, As someone has never played the game and didn't know anything about the story, I don't feel like I'm missing anything by not playing the game. So I'm very happy with this show so far. All right. And with that, we bring an end to our show. As we start to say goodbye, thank you, Mo, for being here. Thanks to uh, Brennan, as always. Thanks to Bart for taking the time to join us today. Everyone else that was there watching the show live, even if you didn't get a chance to jump in the chat, thank you for supporting us. And of course, Wikipedia. It's great having you. We'll, as always, we'll try to do this again. Thanks for being here. What are you guys working on? Where can people find you? I'm sure they know, but it's YouTube, so we have to plug something.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for having us on, guys. It's been a pleasure meeting you. Um, for anyone who doesn't know Wikipedia, you can find us at starwars.fandom.com. You can find us on Twitter at, at WOOKOfficial. That's the one where we're primarily most active. Uh, feel free to shoot us a DM on there and I'll say hi. Um, you can find us on Instagram, at Wikipedia, and you can find us on YouTube, also at uh, Wikipedia.
1: All right, and I'll have some of those down there in the description of the video, but like you said, people know. If people don't know Wikipedia at this point, are there even Star Wars fans? We won't go into that, <laughs> but, Oti, since you won't be here next week, where can people find you? All your reviews, everything else that you do, oh, here yeah. on Radio Rebellion, and away from Radio Rebellion. <laughs>
0: I host Spanish-speaking podcasts over at EPS Star Wars. Follow me there. You'll find everything. Twitter and Instagram. You know the
2: truth.
1: All right. So, again, thanks, Julian, for joining us today. Thank you, Otis. Thank, Thank you. you, Wikipedia. And uh, we'll be back next week. Even if Otis is not here, it might be back to basics. <laughs> Just me. Maybe we'll get a co- uh, guest host. I don't know. Tune in <laughs> to find out. So, stay safe. Be safe. I'm the Force. Be with you. <laughs>